Good afternoon to all listeners of the NDC Heartbeat Program in the Trial and State of Grenada, which includes Caracol and Pity Martinique and indeed all our dependencies. Our program time today is from 12 through 1. Today I'm pleased to be your host and my name is Terry Forrester. For today's program, we are pleased to present a statement from the PRO of the National Democratic Congress Party, Ms. Claudette Joseph, on the continuing challenges which the party has noted as deep concerns regarding irregularities within our parliamentary elections office and the apparent manipulation to which the government is brazenly involved. We will also share with you excerpts of speeches from a public meeting recently held on the top of Calise Hill in St. George, and uh, it was well received by residents and those who attended. Stay tuned, a very interesting content coming up. Where your mind? Drink some ginger. Where your mind? Your sanitizer. Squeeze lime in a little honey. Add turmeric to boost your immunity. Where your mind? Is the best thing. Where your mind? Keep sanitizing. So when you're ready and you feel okay, take your vaccine right away. This has been a public service announcement from the National Democratic Congress. All are we? Yes. All are we, anyone, everyone, anytime. No standing in line. Five dollars you could afford? Thank you very much. You have a little more you could spare? We're so grateful. Go to ndcgrenada.org. Click the blue donate button. Select the amount. Select what you want your money to be spent on. Click next. Flash your card. Then flash a smile. We're grateful. Thank you very much from the National Democratic Congress. Putting people first. Hi, Claudette. Uh, it's good to catch up again on the Heartbeat program. And uh, But this time, there appears to be quite some alarming concerns which relates to our parliamentary elections office and what appears to be illegal conduct of the government in the affairs of the parliamentary elections office. Would you care to share with us your thoughts and um, the grave matters which you have concerns over? The NDC has always remained engaged with the Office of the Supervisor of Elections pertaining to the voter registration process, um, particularly the integrity of the registration process itself and the list that is the result of the registration of voters. We have engaged at the level of the leadership of the party and also at the level of the respective constituencies. There are some issues that keep reoccurring which are of great concern to us in the NDC. Those issues include difficulties that people are having when they present at the various sub-offices in the constituencies to, to um, register to vote. Oftentimes, the offices are closed during hours when they should be opened. On other occasions, people are turned away. People who are actually eligible to vote are turned away and are only allowed to register to vote after intervention by ourselves, either through our constituency reps or at the level of the leadership of the party. 
The other issue we have is the constant flouting by the supervisor of election of the law in relation to the timely publication of the voters list. The supervisor appears not to be able to stay on top of what is required of him by law in terms of the time when the lists are published so as to allow voters to properly canvass the list and to engage in objections and claims where necessary. We have also raised with the supervisor of elections the issue of the integrity of the list as it appears on the internet. By the Constitution of Grenada, the Electoral Office is to be separate, apart, and independent from all other government agencies. In fact, this was the point of departure between the Governor General and former Supervisor of Elections, Judy Benoit, who took a stand when actions that she considered, and rightly so, would be interfering with the independence of the Electoral Office. Since last year, or rather since 2019, we raised with the Supervisor of Election the question of whether any other government agencies have access or potentially have access to the voters list and the process. And we were assured that that was not the case and that the issues raised by Ms. Benoit that caused her to be dismissed did not, not obtain. Yet, we see continuously a link on the website, the official website of the government of Grenada that would allow people to register to vote online. Firstly, we are not aware of any legal provision, any provision in the law that allows for online registration. So the validity of those registrations will come into question. Secondly, the website of the government of Grenada is managed by a, a webmaster who would be in the employ and therefore potentially under the control of the government of Grenada. And any activity on that website, such person or entity would have access to it and therefore government would have access to it. It seems to us therefore that the government has found a way to get around the very objection that Judy Benoit raised in 2015 or 16 when she did raise them in relation to the server for the electoral office being shared with that of the Prime Minister's office. The concern then was third-party access to the voter registration list and our concern now would be third-party access to the voter registration list by a mechanism um, using the Government of Grenada website. We of the National Democratic Congress, as we have said, 
have engaged the supervisor of elections on these and several other issues, including, for instance, the fact that persons who we filed claims and objections to who were not eligible to be on specific lists and who were removed from the list following our objections are now back on the list without explanation and without, as far as we know, an appeal, a successful appeal being lodged by such persons. And these are some of the concerns that we have that we intend to take up a notch in the National Democratic Congress because we believe the, in, the integrity of our democracy, the integrity of our electoral process is at stake and is compromised when the law is not followed, when the electoral laws are not followed. Finally, we urge all eligible voters, all eligible persons, to ensure that you are duly registered and that your name appear on the voter registration list or the list of electors. You can check the list on the Parliamentary Elections website or where they are posted up in your various communities. Be informed that once registered, once you are on the list, you are entitled to remain on the list. The fact that the voter registration cards expired in January 2020 does not make you ineligible to vote. What it requires is a simple renewal of your card. When you go to renew your card, you are not re-registering because you are already registered. Also, Commonwealth citizens are entitled to register to vote. Once you are 18 years and above, a Commonwealth citizen and have been resided in Grenada for 12 months or more, you are entitled to register to vote. Also, once you are a Grenadian citizen, whether by birth, descent, or marriage, you are entitled to be registered to vote if you are 18 years or older. And a bit of information that many people do not know. If your parents or your grandparents are citizens of Grenada by birth, but you were not born in Grenada, you are entitled to be registered as a citizen of Grenada and registered to vote. We encourage you to ensure that you are registered to vote so that next elections you can effect, participate rather, in effecting the change that we all so gravely desire for our country. The National Democratic Congress Party held a public meeting on Thursday evening at the top of Kilis Hill. It was very well received and uh, residents were pleased to hear the messages of hope, the messages of change and the way forward. 
Here now are excerpts from the various speakers. Going on with the weather, we will not delay further. So I'll call on the deputy chairman of the party, Brother Kennedy Roberts, who is going to come to speak to us tonight on health. And when we talk about health, we want to know what the NBC will do for the South. The South is a growing community. It's a great con constituency. And of course, we are not just speaking about the general hospital. So he's going to extend and what the NBC as a party will do for the health for the constituency of South St. George, as well as he will speak on the topic of decriminalizing of marijuana, cannabis. I now call on the deputy chair of the NBC, Brother Kennedy Robert. Good evening, brothers and sisters, residents of Kelis and surrounding areas. It is a pleasure to be here this evening with you to chat about what the NDC is planning to do for this country to get us out of the rut that we are in. The whole of Grenada would acknowledge that we are going through a very difficult period. Not only because of COVID, but because this government has shown a lack of understanding of what the people of Grenada really needs and have actually lost touch with the people of Grenada. So what the NDC is doing right now is coming out to the communities, the villages, throughout the state of Grenada, Caribou and Pidimatni to communicate with you, my brothers and sisters, and give you hope make you understand that all is not lost. And in a democracy like ours, we have to acknowledge that the next election is our opportunity to get rid of this government once and for all. Because Grenada deserves better, the people of the South deserves better, and we are going to get better after the next election with an NDC administration. Brothers and sisters, over the last several years, the NDC has been doing a lot of work, planning, organizing, and getting ready to show Grenada a plan of action that will be in the interest of all of us. We have to realize that what has been happening in this country is that if you are not tied up to the NNP, you cannot make progress easily. They put obstacles in your way, and they really try and ensure that those who support them openly are the ones who are benefiting. We in the NDC want to ensure and tell the Grenadian people that we are a party of everybody. Once you have the competence, once you have the ability, we are going to give you the opportunity. Once you are showing the interest in your country, once you show love for your family and your community, you are on a path to making this country better. And the NBC is prepared. We are ready to govern this country and ensure that the people of Grenada gets a better quality of life than we're currently experiencing now. Sisters and brothers, we have reached a stage in our country that if you don't have the money, you cannot get proper health care. We have reached a situation 
that if you cannot come up with big money, you have to stay sick or die. The reality, brothers and sisters, is that our health system has been broken to the point that we need a serious resurrection to get health back on the agenda in this country. We have lost sight of prevention. We are not talking about the importance of proper nutrition, the importance of exercise. We are not talking about mental health because brothers and sisters, the problems that affect the country today resides in our lifestyle, in our behavior, in our environment. And this government is not showing any concern about the health of the people and as a result, we are left to our own doing. And brothers and sisters, the NDC want to assure you that we are going to look at health in a broader way. We are going to focus on prevention. We are going to ensure that when people are getting sick, they have physicians and other health professionals that will deal with them without making them go into poverty. We have to realize, brothers and sisters, that we have a situation in Grenada where we boast about a medical school just around the corner. But for the 44 plus years that they have been in Grenada, we have not seen the progress in our health system that we deserve, and especially based on that initial agreement with Uncle Gary back in the 1970s. We want to make sure that St. George's University played a role that they should be in this country and not just think about profits and making sure that they have the contributing to the economy, but they have to do more to focus on health and education in a much more specific way. Because we are in a position where Grenada needs better health. We need better education. And with them right on our grounds right here in the South, we have to work with them and ensure that they step up to the plate and do more for Grenada than we are seeing them do currently. Brothers and sisters, we have to realize that the health of the people is the wealth of the people. We all know that saying. But we have a situation in the country now where the leadership of our health, of our health system is not thinking about health but only thinking about vaccinating for COVID. While COVID is a reality, while the NDC have indicated in many different ways that we understand the importance of vaccination, we are also telling this government that we are concerned about the human rights of people. We have to ensure that they take the science into consideration and think not only of vaccination as an ultimate, but we have to look at the, the, the research the evidence that are telling you that the people who get COVID and end up in the hospital and die are the people who have serious health problems. So we have to be promoting good health. And if you are a healthy young person, why should you pre be prevented from earning a living? Why should we be saying to the Grenadian people that we don't have COVID in Grenada and still preventing people from working and obtaining a living. Grenada is part of the global community where we have access to the information. We are seeing that ivermectin 
hydrochloroquine is being used to treat people who get the disease successfully. We have, especially with St. George's University, they should be focusing on the research and the documentation. How much research is being done to really tell us what is the position with COVID? Because it is new. So rather than, than going to the extreme and putting fear into people, let us put love, let us put education, let us put information so that people would know what is really going on with COVID. But we also have to realize that Grenada is taking a position that is different from many other places in the world. Just around the corner in Barbados, we are seeing the government of Miyamotli clearly telling employers that you cannot discriminate against workers. In Grenada, we are putting pressure under the population. We have seen, based on recent information, just around 20,000 people in Grenada have been vaccinated. That means over 80,000 people in Grenada have concerns about the vaccination and we must take that into consideration rather than putting fear and bullying people to take the vaccine. Yeah. Threatening them. This is not right. Brothers and sisters, you cannot hide information from the people. We know that the world is concerned about AstraZeneca, but they're not giving us an option. There are some people that are willing to take the vaccine, but bring the Pfizer, bring the Moderna, bring the J&J, bring the Cuban vaccine. The people are asking for it. So it is not only the fact that we do not want to be vaccinated, but we want to make sure that what is happening is in the interest of people. And with uncertainty, you cannot be bullying people into taking that vaccination at all odds. Brothers and sisters, the NDC want to assure you that we are going to provide information. We are going to ensure that we tell you what is the reality about the research. And the current evidence over the last week tells you that the majority of people who have become sick and hospitalized, going on ventilators, and some that have died, are the people with serious health problems. So we have to be promoting healthy lifestyles. We have to be promoting people focusing on prevention. Do your exercise, eat well. One of the things that is coming out is that more people are having health problems based on anxiety, and depression because of COVID. When people are locked into their homes, they have some people, they say they're so scared, they're sanitizing everything, they're afraid to interact with people. People are having mental problems because of the situation of COVID and all we are talking about is vaccination. The NBC is talking about prevention. When we talk about health, it is not just you're not sick, but it's a, it's a state where you you feel confident to do your work. You feel healthy and strong that like you could go in your garden and do your little thing. My brothers and sisters, when we talk about health, a lot of us walking around thinking we're healthy, but we have diabetes and hypertension and other health problems. This is what we need to be talking to the Grenadian people about. Brothers and sisters, the NBC have shown over the years, when they were in office in 2008 to 2012, 13, 
They showed that they were working seriously with SGU and the World Bank to get a hospital and it was supposed to be in the South here. I know because I worked with them and I know that the work that the NBC was doing was making progress to get our hospital. Again, like so many other projects, once the government changed, the NNP just put that on the back burner and they would not really give it the attention and the priority it deserves. So when you go to the hospital here, people are, are getting worse. You're getting more sick because the state of the hospital, the quality of service you're getting is not to the standard that we deserve. We have hard-working nurses and doctors and other health professionals who are frustrated by the system. We have nurses in our districts who don't have the ability to do what they need to do. Sisters and brothers, health is going to be a top priority of the NDC administration. And we are going to look at the work that was done on national health insurance. We're hearing a lot of talk about it now. But if you listen carefully, they're talking more about how much you have to pay out of pocket rather than what you're paying already in taxes and getting nothing for it. If I ask most of you, when you get sick, do you feel comfortable just going to the health center? A lot of people say that it's difficult to go to a health center because you're not seeing a doctor when you want them and you're not getting the care you deserve. Brothers and sisters, primary health care our district health services will be a top priority because that is where the work needs to be done to keep our population healthy. Sisters and brothers, we know that health involves a lot more than the health sector. The things that impact your health status is more than just a vaccine. So what we want to do as we move around the country and talk to you is to give you the confidence that as you give the NDC the ability to govern this country, we are going to make sure that the health of the population is a top priority. Nobody should be getting sick and cannot go to a doctor and get medical attention. We have too many Grenadians who have gotten scholarships to go to SGU, to go to Cuba, to go to UE and elsewhere, who want to come and to work in Grenada but are frustrated by the system. Sisters and brothers, we have top quality physicians and other health professionals throughout the world who want to give us support. The NDC will ensure that those sort of services are harnessed. We have a lot of the, the students who have graduated from St. George's University who want to come and volunteer. The NDC will make sure that that happens. So that healthcare would not be a privilege for those who have money, but healthcare would be for anyone who needs it. And the NDC will ensure that every Grenadian who needs healthcare will be able to access it without being impoverished. We know it is expensive, but the government has to take the lead and make sure that families and individuals don't get into poverty because of paying for healthcare. Sisters and brothers, Health also has a lot to do with your lifestyle. And over the years, Brother Nash made reference to the fact that I'm going to be talking about the decriminalization 
or even the legalization of marijuana. Because the CARICOM report that has been presented over three years ago has not been given the attention by this government. We heard the Minister of, Ag Minister of Agriculture saying that they're bringing legislation to Parliament in June. We are now in July and no legislation has been presented to Parliament. Because what is happening, brothers and sisters, they're waiting as they come closer to the election to make this a big promise to the people. But we know that Dr. Mitchell has said not under his watch. We know that they're not genuinely interested in what the CARICOM report says. But when we look at the amount of young people over the years, over the decades, that have gone to prison, that have been going through all sorts of charges and arrests, because of marijuana, because of a slip, we saw the young man who got shot and his father end up dying because of the issue of marijuana. When you look at the people who are in jail for it, are the poor and the disadvantaged because the people who have the resources can pay big lawyers and get away. And this is not just a matter of health, it is a matter of social justice. So the NBC is telling the Grenadian people that we are not going to bullshit with you and puppy show and give you all kind of fake promises. We are telling you directly that this is the right thing to do. In Trinidad, St. Vincent, Antigua, St. Kitts, Belize, all over the place, Jamaica, Trinidad, they have been working with the CARICOM report. We are saying that the NDC will implement the CARICOM report, decriminalize and legalize marijuana but do it in a controlled way so that we can take into consideration the negative impacts. Sisters and brothers, this is not just old talk. This is things based on a deep understanding of the issues within the Grenadian society. So sisters and brothers, we want to give you the confidence that the NDC is working towards governing this country after the next election. We will have the next speaker who is Brother Terry Forrester. And he is going to come and speak on the economy and the way forward. Holy is the Lord. What a great song indeed. Let me say that it is a great pleasure for me to be on this distinguished platform of the National Democratic Congress tonight and to take this opportunity to extend to all the people of Kelis and indeed all the surrounding areas of the Great South. A very warm and heartfelt good night to all of you, including all who have come from elsewhere. I greet you well, and I thank you for joining the Heartbeat Movement. This is the NDC Heartbeat Movement tonight. And to listen to our messages of hope, change, and unity. My friends, it is said, wherever God takes you to, he shall take you through. Let me hear amen from you on that. Yeah. Wherever he takes you to, he shall take you through. Yeah. I want to express on this platform how proud I am to be standing on this NDC platform here tonight. It's a platform of the former Prime Minister George Brazan. It's a platform of the former Sir Nicholas Braffitt, now deceased. These were men of character, which is missing so much 
in this country. They were men of character. This NDC platform, ladies and gentlemen, epitomizes an agenda of good governance, transparency and accountability, the mantra of former Prime Minister Tillman Thomas. Uncle Tilly, as he is affectionately known, I ask of you to please continue that example and be that shining light of honesty and integrity so that the youth of this nation may have something of credibility to hold on to rather than the examples that we have been seeing today and over the last few years of lies, deception, deceit, corruption, shame and embarrassment. We have seen all of this over the years. We need not remind you of that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to promise you that an NDC government will fix all of that. I say to you, change is coming. Change is coming. My friends, Grenada needs a new direction. We need new hope. We need a new economy. We need to transform our thinking and transform this nation and its people into a new nation under godly principles where the people could feel proud of themselves once again, where opportunities for good quality, long-term, sustainable jobs can be created in the various sectors of Grenada. In the 1960s, some of you may not be aware, we had several thriving factories in this country. Several of them. We even had a tomato paste factory. We had so many factories. We even had soap factory, coconut oil factory. We had a factory producing even ice cream cones and endless soft drink factories. Where are they today? They all seem to have vanished. My friends, an NDC government shall, in, shall restore integrity and good governance to our nation once again. And NDC will fix all of these problems. So I want you to tell your friends next to you, change is coming. Change is on its way. My friends, could you imagine that Grenada has been winning gold every year for the past 15 years in England at the Chelsea prestigious international flower show in Earlscourt, London. 15 years we winning gold in our, in London, presenting our flowers. Today, we don't even have the opportunity to ship not even a basket full of flowers to England or elsewhere. We don't even have a national flower garden where the taxi drivers could take visitors and our own locals to go and see the beauty of Grenada flowers in its local environment. Ladies and gentlemen, even just that simple one sector can create hundreds of jobs for our people. I will tell you, Holland is supplying the most flowers all over the world with their tulips. 
There are large plain loads of flowers that leave Holland almost every day, supplying flowers throughout Europe, the United States and Canada. It is a major industry in Holland where its people, hundreds of its people are engaged, not just in the production of flowers, but all the other ancillary services accounting etc even pilots are trained to fly flowers all over the world and we in Grenada little Grenada has won gold over 15 years in England we can ship not even a damn basket full of flowers to the United States or, or England anywhere something is wrong with that picture we have to get our ambassadors abroad to get off their comfortable chairs, stop drinking too much champagne in cocktail parties, hit the ground, knock on doors, and find opportunities for our people. I'm saying to you, an NDC government is going to be tough and rough on our representation abroad. You want to be an ambassador? You have to produce. You must work and bring benefits to Grenada, ladies and gentlemen. An NDC government is going to be difficult with our representation abroad. We don't want fly-by-night people. We want people who can produce and deliver for this country, ladies and gentlemen. Tell the person next to you, change is coming. Change is coming, ladies and gentlemen. All we need now is just the date for election because we are certain that change is around the corner. I want to just share with you that we have a debushing program in Grenada. And as far as I'm concerned, the few hundred people we have engaged in the debushing program where the country is spending some over $15 million a year we should have thousands of debushers under a different kind of program. Because when we cut the grass by the side of the road, an NDC government will import baling machines to bale the grass and bring it to farms where we can feed cows and goats and sheep so that we can secure ourselves in meat production in this country. Therefore, ensuring that our food security is well in tune with our needs. And when the grass is cut, we ain't going to allow more grass to grow. We are going to insist that we put our plants on the side of the road. Give people contracts every hundred foot to produce our Establish our plants so that we can start real production in this country with factories with what we have. I want to say to you, there is a little island right here in the Caribbean called Aruba. I have a good friend there, I'm sure she's looking on tonight. They are producing over 12 products out of aloes. Aloe is used in the food and drink industry Aloe is used in the cosmetic industry. Aloe is used in the pharmaceutical industry. And they are doing that right next door in Aruba, 
which is almost like desert land. But aloe is a plant don't need any rich soils to produce. Could you imagine if we produce those on the side of the road in Grenada, keep the grass down and find secondary products for such an item which can grow naturally here in Grenada? One leaf of aloe in Miami will cost you $2 US. I am saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, this is the type of innovative and creative thinking a new National Democratic Congress party government is going to introduce into this country. We want to have just a few hundred debushers. You looking now at a few thousand debushers. Because imagine if everyone gets a hundred foot off the roadside and they claim that as theirs, producing aloes for the factory, the side of the road is going to be clean. You agree with me? And the bush, we would have to start going inland and helping the farmers debush the land for real production and carry that grass to cows and sheep and goats. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to get serious about production in this country and utilize our resources so that we can bring real benefits to this country. My friends, let me just put it to you. That change is coming. And I want you to tell the person next to you, touch them by the hand, yes, change is coming. Let me let you know, there is a local company here by the name of Sissons Grenada Limited. They have been importing concrete blocks from Trinidad over the past several years. I spoke about it extensively in the 2018 election cycle. Could you imagine concrete blocks being imported from Trinidad in Grenada? Something is wrong with this picture. Local block manufacturers are closing down simply because of the amount of blocks that comes out of Trinidad flooding the Grenada market. A caring government will look into that. Fortify the block manufacturers, find out what their needs are and help them to compete successfully. But I know why the blocks continue to come. I can't say it publicly, but I know why. I know why is a food that's eaten. Let us sue me for that. So we need to look into that, ladies and gentlemen. We're not opposed to imports, but if we have all the national and natural ingredients, why not support the local manufacturer? given the need, the assistance that he so requires, helping to create the local jobs so that we can maintain and sustain our people locally. Concrete blocks is bad enough. We are also importing bread out of Trinidad. Could you imagine? Bread. We have had so many bread manufacturers in Grenada. They seem to have all, I don't know, maybe died off. 
We need to do something about that, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to assure you that an NDC government will fix that. We will fix that. Tell the person next to you, change is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Change is coming. I want to also say to you, do you know that Grenada has never invested in what is called a flush boat? F-L-U-S-H, a flush boat, like a toilet flush. A flush boat is a boat that goes to yachts and collect their sewage. Do you know that boats parked up in our waters and especially in Woban Bay, they have not moved for years? Do you know where their flush is going? Do you know why algae is piling up in Woban and in other areas? It's because of the nutrients that is being dumped into our waters. I am saying to you, an NDC government is going to ensure that we have a flush boat. And for those yachts who don't want to go out to sea to flush their stuff in the currents, they will have to deal with the local authorities. But there is a system in place where the Port Authority officials can simply go to these boat owners and say, here is a tablet which I need to put into your sewage tank. You know what that little tablet does? If you flush your toilet, if you flush your folding tank, from the yacht or the boat into the waters. At night, the water around the boat illuminates. It starts looking bright, bright, bright. So therefore, it is very easy for the Port Authority officials to then go to such boat owners and say, you have violated the regulations. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to look after our environment. Otherwise, we, what we enjoy today, our children and grandchildren will dream of it only. We will not have what we enjoy today. They will not have it in time to come. We must protect that situation, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm saying to you, I want you to touch the person next to you and say to them, change is coming. Change is on its way. It is coming. I want to say to you, we had a little rain a while ago, thank God that it has held up. But I am almost certain that flooding has already taken place in certain parts of the south. Again, I spoke about that in 2018. That while it is a major undertaking by any government to resolve the flooding issues, there are equipment that can be purchased at minimal cost. They are called slush pumps. Slush pumps. Very simple. Wherever you know flooding is going to occur, you establish one of the pumps there. Once the water level rises, it automatically triggers the pump to start pumping. 
so then you will never get a flood. The thing is so common sense that it irritates me when I see flooding taking place all over the south and people are losing property and being seriously inconvenienced. And I am therefore on this distinguished platform calling on the Minister of Works once again to purchase a few slush pumps. They cost no more than about a thousand dollars US. Put them in strategic locations where you know flooding takes place so that we minimize the flooding until some permanent arrangement can be put in place. We have the caretaker who will be the final presenter tonight on this forum, Brother Ray Roberts. As we know, Brother Ray Roberts is not only in politics, but he has a career of journalism. So tonight, Brother Ray is going to come and speak to us on the constituency, development of the constituency, and youth empowerment, which will be the focus of the NDC once we get into office. Brother Ray Roberts, I call you to the microphone. <laughs> Good evening, brothers and sisters of Calice. It's a wonderful evening, in spite of the early showers we experienced. We want to thank you for taking the time to join us here. Quite a number of you are in the shop and neighboring areas. And those of you listening from your veranda and other places, it's a pleasure, it's an opportunity for us not only from the constituency of South St. George, but from the party itself, engaging you, the people. We want to also take this opportunity to extend our solidarity with the residents of this community. Many of you have had difficult times as a result of COVID. And in particular, we will say the women. We know that jobs have become very scarce, money is hard to find, life is becoming extremely hard, and survival is our challenge. We want to say to the women, in particular the mothers, that we wish our government had invested a little more in providing you with some subsistence during the difficult times. We are praying and we are hoping that the economy will improve and life for you and for all Grenada will be something that we can all begin to enjoy once again. Our NDC party certainly has a plan and that plan encompasses, among other things, the empowerment of the people. We strongly believe that you cannot build a country without empowering the community. It is from the community the talent will emerge to be of national 
success. If you don't have community talent that is of quality and that can produce professional work, well, obviously, the top will suffer. So I want to say to you tonight that much of my focus will be talking to you about what we want to do in Caris and, and the South. Clearly, we believe, and let me say that, Caris, you are in the breadbasket. You are where the Grenada economy has the biggest contributor, which is SDU. Lansen Caris is at the top of the list. So, Caris has what it takes to be enjoying perhaps the best life in Grenada. But that will only come about if the people in Caris are empowered through skills. You have to be empowered through skills to succeed in today's world. And we want to say today's young people, the generation of today, you can't escape it. The bushing cannot be a, a permanent job. Imani, which we understand and we appreciate is a help, cannot be a permanent job. We believe that this is a digital age and we have to empower the young people in that area. We are aware that many of our young people are attending universities, colleges, but there are others who, for whatever reason, may not venture to want to go to TAMCC or SGU or UWI. We in the NDC are promising the young people in Cadiz and the South to bring training to you at your doorstep. We believe the technology today offers that opportunity. We also want to emphasize that you in Cadiz have an outstanding training school, Telfast Electrical School, which is second to none. It is recognized at the highest level, and therefore, it's an opportunity for young people to begin to take the opportunity that is offered. An NDC government and a parliamentary representative for the South, among other things, will use the schools in the area to help young people develop the professional skills in carpentry, tiling, plumbing, the entire field that you think you will want to be involved in. The reason for that is, I will just tell you, when Silver Sand was being constructed, the Silver Sand Hotel, I was told by one of the premier contractors, they had to bring people to Grenada to tie and pay them significant sums of money. They said to me, the deficit Grenadian workers faced them, they could not read centimeters. They were not able to follow mathematical instructions. I am saying this is something we can fix very easily. We have a school not too far from here. You also have just about everybody with a cell phone that is capable of, is capable of using it. And therefore, we could use TAMCC to facilitate such training. So we are saying we have the correction method for young people who have the knowledge. They learn to seeing and watching, but we now believe we must provide you with the professional skills so you can do the work as required. So we will bring training to you using the community centers, the schools, and as he said, 
You also have in your community a well-known training facility Telfast Electrical Shop. So that is one. We also believe that youth informant must also be part of the art. The art today is a multi-billion job. Throughout the Caribbean, you can find young people investing in fashion, just about everything. But it doesn't start at the top. We believe that begins at the primary, pre-primary school level. We believe that part of our school curriculum must be and has to focus on the art. We're not just talking about singing. We're not just talking about dancing. We're talking about being able to do planning festival, executing. Those are areas that are not perhaps at the top of the list in Grenada, but event organizing. These are things that are today you have paying, you have to pay people to do. So we believe these are not just small things. These are things that could be transformed into major areas of employment for young people. Not everybody can find a work with government and not everybody wants to work with anybody. Some of us want to work with ourselves. So being an event, being an event organizer is an opportunity for you to create your own job. We also believe in the maintenance of our community. We see a role for devotion, and I want to commend Brother Terry Forrester for talking about devotion in a positive light, replacing it by planting aloes, which another product again that has great value. But we believe that we must have permanent teams of workers. I don't like the word gang, teams of workers maintaining villages, the road, the drain, the public facilities, meaning the schools, the public bathrooms. We believe we must have permanent workers performing those jobs and they must come from the community. When I was a little boy, I remember those things were part of the community. People in Granans, I can talk about Granans, I can talk about the Cadiz, because I have family in Cadiz. I, have, I lived in Granite, and now I'm living down this side. We are missing these things. You look at the drains, which Terry spoke about, it's filthy, and it's like our parliamentary rep and our government sees no value in cleanliness. We in NDC believe community jobs must be something that is harnessed and is important to the welfare and the health of our country. So be aware that those are the things that we are going to be focusing. We can't just be talking about the big things. Big things must come from small things. And that is where we want to focus our people. If you develop the skills at the community level, it will be nurtured and it will mature into a professional talent. If you look at us today, our sports, our culture, everything seems to be taking a nosedive. Nothing is happening in the primary schools. Again, God's blessings and thanks for listening to us and being with us this evening, whether on Facebook or in the community. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being part of the program and uh, show. Look forward to having you next week again.